Why is Apple buying this company? Well, Apple's investing a lot of resources into its future products and services, and one of the different areas that they're focusing on now is machine learning and artificial intelligence. And Tori uh, brings a lot of that to the company. So how does this differ from past acquisitions? Well, past Apple acquisitions have really focused on certain products and features that they want to develop. They bought Siri, the startup, a few years ago, and then they actually integrated it later into the iPhone product. That's what I said. Mm -hmm. uh, in case that she thought it was about. Yeah. Oh. But I've never heard it. I've never heard it said. I'd always seen the mark, but never yeah. heard it said. And then no. it sounded stupid when I said it. Violence at NBC. Just what is this main artery of the information superhighway? Every business, no matter how large, no matter how small, will be on the internet in the year 2000. It's the primary way that people will look at information. It will replace the yellow pages that we know it today. Are a lot of people just getting on to the internet because they feel that they have to get on with the playing field, so to speak? But it's very hip to be on the internet right now. There it is. Balance at NBCGE.com. I mean... Well, well, Allison should know. What, what is internet anyway? Internet is uh, that massive computer right. network. The one that's becoming really big now. What do you mean? That's big? What you, how does one, what do you write to it? Like mail? No, a lot of people use it and communicate. I guess they can communicate with NBC writers and producers. Allison? A cable under the Atlantic. The dream of instantaneous communication. I'm afraid that if I... Between the new world and the old. In its day, equivalent to landing a man on the moon. Spend time with my family. Do you, well, am and I also, weird? Do you, does it bother you at all that these are all people that you don't really know? I mean, it's, everybody's get, you know signing on and having these conversations and whining together or griping together or whatever. 
to with people that I mean I I don't know if I it is group therapy of the of the nineties. Well, I just as I mentioned, I have no desire to be a part of the its creator, a man like once called the greatest American, all the time. That I don't really I don't want more. Don't you ever feel like it's just a man most Americans today cannot name. Now the amazing voyage of the transatlantic cable on modern marvels. Not answering it on the internet, people can send you messages all the time. People you don't even want to hear from. into all of our products. Okay, and the throughout States, 1994 1995, the importance of the internet grew. Yeah, Behringer. Let me ask you this. How is it that they can uh, recreate all these Roland stuff? I've heard Roland patents have expired. What's the truth behind that? I don't even think you could patent a synthesizer. I mean, you might be able to patent like one part of it, certain aspects of it, but the core, it's more like a copyright thing, and I don't even think you could copyright a synthesizer, so I, I think it's fair game for people to make clones. I mean, back 50 years ago, you know, when they were first making these synths, it was really everybody had their own idea of how it should be done, and so different people did it different ways and that was their competitive so there's no way there's no way for Roland to patent their synthesizer you know the Jupiter um, no the, the, the sounds themselves the samples you can copyright those They, Roland can't patent the 808. Other people can clone it. No. Right. You, you can do an exact copy of the 808. I mean, the, if you scan the front of it, they took a picture of it, they put that in software, that would be copyrighted. If you take a direct copy of the way it looks, but the layout of the buttons and what they do and the functionality. nothing novel about it now. Maybe back at the time you could say, well, this part of it's novel, but, um... So Behringer's within the legal right? There's nothing underhanded about it? Well, they are within their legal right. I'm not going to say there's nothing underhanded about it, but you could also say that there's a value in them doing what they're doing of re-releasing these things and making them accessible in a lower price point. 
Yeah, I guess they released the Arp Odyssey and the Moog, but nowhere in their copy do they say the word Moog. They say right. the legendary synth. Yeah, and they could even say something like, um, compare it to Moog. Whatever, you, you, you know, as long as they're not saying this is that and calling it the same thing. You could say it's like that, you know, this is how they do the generics in the stores, you know, compare it to head and shoulders conditioner or whatever. Um, you can even print the competitor's name on there. You just can't say that you are that. You have to say it's like that. Okay. You can compare it to that. To, to really understand the, the intellectual property law, there's very little that's protectable. It's very narrow what you can protect. And, mm. um, you know, the strongest is really copyright. When you record a song and you publish the song, that's like one of the strongest form of intellectual property rights. Uh, you know, the patent's kind of flimsy. It expires really fast. Um, it's really hard to get a patent. The bar to get a patent's really high. Trademark's kind of easy to get, but as long as you have something different from what else is out there, the space is very crowded. And that, then to keep the trademark active, you have to continually always be selling something mm. with that name. So if you have any type of lapse or you have a too narrow of a market and you're not selling it, like nationally or something like that the trademark is not enforceable so yeah yeah songwriter that's really the strongest copyright or book writer you know write a poem um, and publish it and that will get you the best protection interesting wait your dad made a game I think he Cave of the Word Wizard? Maybe, yeah. Because why would it say dad? My dad was programming on this thing for a while. He might have drummed something up. Whoa, was he a programmer? No, but he was he, other things. You gotta read real close, but Hollywood yeah. Street Surfer, Hollywood oh. something, and then it tells you that. Wow, the Vic 1541 demo disc. Yep. Wow. Zork. This Whoa, is a great Zork, game. that's great. Oh my god. Oh my god. Which side do you want? I'll be the Russians. <laughs> Who should we do first? Um, oh, let's see. How about. Las Vegas. Las Vegas.
good day. This is your good friend, Pearl Sagan. And you are definitely listening to you, man behind the machine.
How's it going, man, behind the machine? This is your old pal, Jack. Hanging out, listening to your podcast. In between breaks here while shooting my newest sci-fi film. It's under wraps, so let's just pretend I didn't say anything. (laughs) I kill myself. Awesome show. Good stuff. Keep it up. I look forward to them every week. Thanks.